welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, with your host, Sensei Kunal. Unfortunately, my amazing co-host, the sales warrior, Julieta, is unwell today, so I'm flying solo. But that's okay. It's going to be a great show. You're listening to episode three of our new series, The Importance of Struggle and Embracing Change. Today's episode will cover developing resilience by building strength through challenges and embracing discomfort by stepping outside of your comfort zone. Our mission is to inspire you, uplift your spirits, and ignite that fire within you that will drive you to reach new heights. So I'm sure we can all agree that developing resilience by building strength through challenges is a significant aspect of our personal growth and well-being. I wanted to go over some key reasons why it's important. One, learning and growth. Facing challenges provides opportunities for learning and personal development. When you encounter difficult situations, you are forced to think creatively find solutions, and acquire new skills. Each challenge you overcome contributes to your overall growth and builds your resilience for future obstacles. Adaptability. Life is full of unexpected challenges and uncertainties. Developing resilience through challenges helps you become more adaptable in unpredictable situations. So by building strength and learning from difficult experiences, you develop the ability to adjust and thrive in different circumstances. What about problem solving skills? Challenges often require problem solving skills to overcome them. The process of facing and overcoming difficulties helps develop our critical thinking, our decision-making, and our analytical skills. As you build strength through challenges, you become better equipped to tackle future problems with a logical and solution-oriented mindset. Building confidence. Successfully navigating through challenges and overcoming obstacles boosts our confidence. As we accomplish different tasks or face adversity head on, we develop a belief in our abilities and become more self-assured. This newfound confidence can positively impact various aspects of our lives, including relationships, career, and our personal goals. Stress management. Building strength through challenges really enhances your ability to manage stress effectively. Resilient people like us are better equipped to handle pressures and setbacks as we have developed coping mechanisms and strategies through our past experiences. So by building resilience, you can maintain a healthier perspective, reduce anxiety, 
and bounce back quickly from stressful situations. Enhancing relationships. Resilience is not only beneficial on an individual level, but can also strengthen your relationships. When you navigate challenges with grace and strength, it positively impacts your interactions with others. It could be friends, partner, family, business colleagues, everybody. Your ability to communicate effectively, empathize, and support others during difficult times can foster deeper connections and contribute to more fulfilling relationships. So in summary, developing resilience by building strength through challenges is essential for personal growth and well-being. It enables us to learn, adapt, develop problem-solving skills, build confidence, manage stress, and enhance relationships. By embracing challenges as opportunities for growth, we can cultivate resilience and lead a more fulfilling and successful life. I really enjoyed working on this topic because it's something that I think a lot of us go through. Um, I go through it sometimes on a daily basis. So let's talk about embracing discomfort by stepping out of our comfort zone and why it's crucial for our personal growth and development. Here are a few key reasons why it's important. One, expanding boundaries. Your comfort zone is the familiar safe space where you feel most at ease. However, real growth happens when you venture beyond the zone. By embracing discomfort and stepping out of your comfort zone, you challenge yourself to take on new experiences, face fears, and learn from unfamiliar situations. This expansion of boundaries leads to personal and professional growth. So here's another one, building resilience. Stepping out of your comfort zone requires courage and the willingness to face uncertainty. Embracing discomfort helps build resilience by exposing us to new challenges and unexpected situations. So through these experiences, we really learn to adapt, problem solve, and persevere, which ultimately strengthens our ability to navigate through difficult times in the future and in our lives. Learning and skill development. Comfort breeds complacency, while discomfort fosters learning. When you push past your comfort zone, you expose yourself to new ideas, perspectives, and opportunities. This exposure allows you to acquire new skills, knowledge, and insights. And by consistently embracing discomfort, you open up yourself to continuous growth, learning, and personal development. So the next one I want to talk about was overcoming fear and self-limiting beliefs. Again, for anybody who just signed on, 
Uh, welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast with your host, Sensei Kunal. Unfortunately, my amazing co-host, the sales warrior, Julieta, is unwell today, so I'm flying solo, but that's okay. It's going to be a great show. Today, you're listening to episode three of our new series, The Importance of Struggle and Embracing Change. Today's episode, we are covering developing resilience by building strength through challenges and embracing discomfort by stepping out of our comfort zone. Often, discomfort is associated with fear and self-limiting beliefs that hold you back from reaching your full potential. Stepping out of your comfort zone helps you confront and challenge these barriers. So by embracing discomfort, you can really break free from self-imposed limitations, gain a sense of empowerment, and build confidence in your own abilities. Innovation and creativity. So innovation thrives in discomfort. Let me repeat, innovation thrives in discomfort. When you venture into the unknown, you're more likely to think creatively problem solve and explore new opportunities so embracing discomfort stimulates your mind encourages innovative thinking and fosters a willingness to experiment and take risks this mindset can lead to breakthrough ideas and solutions in various aspects of life expanding opportunities is another you know key reason why embracing discomfort is important. So stepping out of your comfort zone opens doors to new opportunities and experiences that may have otherwise been inaccessible. So by embracing discomfort, you expose yourself to new networks, perspectives, and changes for personal and professional advancement. So these expanded opportunities can lead to personal fulfillment, career growth, and just a broader worldview. So in summary, embracing discomfort by stepping out of your comfort zone is essential for personal growth, for resilience, learning, and expanding opportunities. It allows us to overcome fears and limiting beliefs, fosters innovation and creativity, while propelling us towards new experiences and potential. So by embracing discomfort, you really unlock your true potential, which leads to a more fulfilling and enriched life. So resilience helps us overcome obstacles, improves mental well-being, and increases productivity. And by actively working on these two aspects, we can navigate life's challenges more effectively and unlock our potential for success. Celicia, welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast live recording. Please feel free to share any tips our feedback that you may have about the importance of developing resilience and embracing discomfort. 
Yeah, thank you. This is definitely a big a topic that's just been a big part of my life. I have really worked on myself these past couple of years about, you know, I just grew up in a very toxic environment and about 3 years ago I was really just at my lowest. I have a a rare chronic illness called mast cell activation syndrome and I was 87 pounds and I I was dying and starving to death from my disease. And I was on a pump to feeding me nutrients to just to make me stay alive. And I just remember looking in the mirror and really just seeing myself skin and bones and I was consumed by severe social anxiety because I was so afraid of being vulnerable, of being seen, of being heard, um, of, you know, being rejected. And I just really hit this really dark time in my life where it was, I can either, you know, let this consume me or I can keep going. Um, And I have just been through so much in my life so many different times just even just this past year alone and I just remember just looking in the mirror and realizing if I continued this way I would let everything consume me that I would die I honestly didn't see myself making it this far in my life and one step at a time I really dug deep I started to realize that I could use my own experiences of adversity to learn and grow as a person that I started to really just adapt a growth mindset and it has transformed my entire life. Even just sharing this now, I used to have such severe social anxiety to the point where I couldn't even walk into a restaurant, look the waiter in the eyes and order something without having a panic attack. And now I'm working on my dream of being a motivational speaker, something I never ever once thought I would ever have the courage to do. And That's I just really want to inspire others that it's possible to overcome some of your biggest fear. It's possible It's possible to make it out of any darkest place that you're in. And oh, uh, yeah, no, huh? I completely agree with you. I mean, like, I, I completely, and, and you know what, I, I loved hearing about your story. It's uh, very inspiring. And, it, it, you know, I myself have been through so much as well. And that's why I even started this podcast um and i i love talking about uh you know really that growth mindset right Mm -hmm. about the differences between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset a fixed mindset someone with a fixed mindset thinks life happens to me like a victim Mm -hmm. whereas someone with a growth mindset you think i create my own life so you know whatever we have we have challenges okay we gotta deal with shit. okay we gotta you know, sometimes it's two steps forward, one step back. It happens. That's life. It, but it's how you come out of it and how you persevere and how you learn from your past, right? You don't take those failures as, oh, my God, I as, as defeat or I couldn't do something. You take it as a learning experience and say, you know what? How can I make myself better and, and help others rise up? Exactly. That's also how I really, you know, transformed my life because I was in a very fixed mindset. I used to take all these things outside of myself, my past, the projections of others, my mistakes as a part of my value until I realized that none of these things were a part of who I was at the core of my being. The only thing that could really 
define my characters, what I chose to do with it. So it's like, we can't go back, we can't change or control the past, but how can I learn from it? How can I grow from it? What, like, what more can I learn about myself? And for me, it was looking at even the most devastating of situations and finding the silver lining in everything, looking at everything and opportunity to grow and to get to know myself even more, even further, and realizing that I could use my own experiences of adversity to my advantage. All these things that I thought were holding me back could actually get me even further than I am now because I've been through so many experiences and I went through this realization that I could use them to my advantage, that I could use all these things I've been through to be a more wiser, knowledgeable, compassionate, understanding human being, that these could actually be the stepping stones for my future, all the things I thought would break me, make me, transforming my pain into power, as well as, you know, transforming my biggest weakness into my biggest strength. And when I realized this and I started working on it, because, you know, it takes a lot of work. I really had to look at all my, in, you know, limiting beliefs all that stem right, all the way really back does. from childhood, um, yeah. you know, but just one step at a time, I started to just rebuild a whole entire foundation of you know, who just going after my dreams and being the person I always dreamt of being beneath all the limiting beliefs. And I would say about, yeah, it was a year and a half ago, I had a near death experience, uh, because I was having a seizure and my heart stopped. And I just and honestly, I truly believe that was one of my biggest blessings, because I just remember seeing my entire life flash before my eyes. And I knew it wasn't quite my time yet, but I just remember seeing my entire life flash before my eyes. And all I could think about was not wanting to leave regretting not having courage in myself, regretting not believing in myself, regretting not going after my dreams and, and living my life to the fullest. And that's all I could think about. And that moment when I, you know, it's like when I died, I actually found the courage to live. And that moment changed me forever because it just really made me realize it's like when a moment is gone, it's gone forever and you can't get it back. And it really just taught me so much about life. It really changed my perception. It's all about our perception. And it just made me realize, like, I only have one life and I don't want to die regretting all these things of not having courage, of not believing in myself, of, of letting the projection of, of others hold me back. And it gave me so much courage when I came back because it just transformed my entire life and realizing I want to live it to the absolute fullest. As well as, you know, we can't embrace, I feel like living the human experience is embracing both ends of the spectrum of life. How can I truly know happiness if I have not known sadness? How can I know gratitude if I've had everything in life? And I think that's, you know, embracing both ends of the spectrum. How can I have one without the other? And because I've been through so much darkness and discomfort, I can also go to the other side, which is the happiness and the joy. And I can appreciate it even more because I know what it's like to be on the opposite end of that spectrum. And I think that's yes, what no, it so really means to live life is to embrace all yeah. that life has to offer. No, I totally agree. And that, that, that was uh, really good to hear. And, you know, it, really, at the end of the day, it's a... Uh, the glass half full mentality, right? If you think about life as a glass half empty, you will never be at your fullest potential, right? You will always focus on what I didn't do, what I couldn't do, what others don't, what people think of me, like who cares? You know, like you said, life is short. You know, we, I, I feel like sometimes we, as human beings take life for granted. Oh, we've got lots of time. Honestly, we don't know what's going to happen in five minutes from now. You know, we focus on the only thing you can control is the present. 
You can't go back in time and change the past. You can't go into the future. You can only focus on right now. So why not embrace that discomfort? Why not step out of your comfort zone and go after your goals and your ambitions? Because, you know, this is something that um, I say all the time is that if you don't, your goals and ambitions are going to die with you at the end of the day. Whenever you go, that's what it is. Then it's just always going to be shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know, there are so many people who have dreams. You know, there's a difference between a dreamer and a doer. A dreamer just says, oh, I want to do these things. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And, but they don't actually come around to doing anything. Why? Because they aren't able to embrace that discomfort of stepping out of their comfort zone. For them, they feel that, oh my God, then the anxiety kicks in and you feel, if I do this, I'm going to fail. So really, you have already set yourself up for failure and you've already tell, told yourself, I'm going to fail. So why even try? Oh, no, it's just better to stay in my zone where it's safe, where I can control everything. And, you know, when you do that, that's what happens. I, there's so As a coach, as a mindset coach or a business consultant, I've talked to so many clients over the years who, when I ask them, you know, what is your, what is your biggest goal in life? And I'll give you an example. A client of mine that said, I want to start a fitness company that uh, runs itself where it doesn't need me to be there. And I said, well, that's great. That's a blue skies goal. I mean, what is your actual plan of action on how to get it? And when did you come up with this? He said, oh, I came up with it seven years ago. And I said, okay, so what steps have you taken? And yeah, he hadn't done anything. Why? Because he was just he couldn't get himself outside of his comfort zone and take those difficult steps and go into the unknown and say, you know what? I am confident in my own abilities and my own conviction and focus that I'm going to do this. So when I tell people, you know, I was just talking to a friend of mine about this yesterday and I said, uh, I'll never say I want to do something. I will say I'm going to do something. Because a want is just a want. It's not a necessity. It's not something that, you know, if it doesn't happen, ah, it didn't happen. But if I say I'm going to do it, you better bet your butt that it's going to get done. Which is why my bucket list is no longer a top 10. It's like a top 50, you know? So, no, I, I, I really enjoyed listening to you, uh, Cecilia, and getting your feedback. Please feel free to speak more if you'd like yeah of course i really agree with what you're saying and i liked how you kind of you know uh checked yourself with like the way that not only you talk to others but to yourself i feel like that's so important sometimes we don't even realize like the things we say to ourselves um like oh i might or i'll try or um you know i wish i could instead of you know i'm in the process of or i'm going to or i'm doing it it's gonna happen and it, it's just even small things like that almost like put little seeds of doubt in your mind sometimes without mm -hmm. even realizing it but i totally agree with everything uh you were saying for me it's just like the biggest thing is really so many people just you know are just so stuck telling themselves the same old story and for me it was really just going back and you know, really tackling and getting to like the root of a lot of like my limiting beliefs and realizing just 
how big our perception and the way we choose to perceive things really plays a role in everything in our life. And, you know, I used to really just look at the negative of everything. And so that's all I ever saw. That's all I ever experienced because that's all I ever perceived. And that's why one of my favorite quotes is about the way we choose to see the world creates the world we see. And for me, when I started to really just kind of look into just the subconscious mind and, you know, limiting beliefs and all these things and work on them one step at a time. At first, it was so overwhelming because I felt like I had so much I wanted to work on. But I just said, you know what? I'm going to make this promise to myself one step at a time, even if just for this moment, just one. And I kept doing that until now. It's like I look back and I just see how far I've come. Um, but yeah, for, you know, that, that's totally true of everything you were saying. And it, it took a lot of work for me embracing the uncomfortable, for me getting outside my comfort zone because I couldn't even look people in the eyes without feeling anxious because of just a lot of the environment I grew up in. I never felt safe to be heard, to be seen. And, you know, that's why it's crazy because I looked at it as one of my biggest weaknesses and now it's become one of my biggest strengths. And it wasn't until I really, you know, uh, met my pain that I found my purpose and our perception and the way we choose to really see the world and what we shift our focus on grows. So the more that I started to focus on self-love, self-growth, really just being my own best friend, really just being, you know, sitting with, uncomfortable emotions I think was the first thing I started doing instead of just throwing myself outside my comfort zone right away uh, yeah to the point where I felt unsafe right so for me it was just really starting with the smallest of steps one step at a time where I would just sit with my emotions the things that made me uncomfortable I would write it journal it out um, you know and I wouldn't shame myself for feeling uncomfortable or feeling scared and I feel like a lot of people do that like we put a lot of our value to things outside of us so I used to think that I was my emotions that it you know if I felt anxiety or fear I used to think I was my fear and when yeah. I realized that all these things were not a part of my work they weren't who I who I was it was just something I was experiencing it was just part of the process and the journey that was something that has really really helped me embrace more of feeling uncomfortable um but you know and I realized I really had to shift my perspective on quote-unquote making mistakes or failure because if you think of all these people who are su successful who have gone after their dreams those are probably the people who have failed and made the most mistakes but because they were willing to embrace that they were able to find what worked for them to get where they want to go and you got without, it without you know making mistakes it's like that's kind of part of life and the self-discovery journey like who would I be without all these situations I've been through and the mistakes I have made as long as I choose and make the choice to learn and grow from them and take accountability then that's all that matters and it's an opportunity for expansion and growth but yeah as you were uh, saying I'll let you continue yeah, no, I was I agree with everything you're saying. I mean, like uh, our last uh, last week's episode was about embracing failure as a learning opportunity. You know, not looking at failure as an endpoint. I find that a lot of people, uh, it's just the way they're programmed as well, right? And not everyone is programmed to live outside their comfort zone. Not everyone is programmed to go after or ha be very ambitious. And I don't mean this in any um, negative way, just it's just the way people are, right? Not everybody is the same. That's why sometimes it's hard to be very goal-oriented and ambitious because a, you hear a lot of noise around you saying, why are you doing this? Or I, I, I would never do this. Or you're going to fail. Aren't you scared of failing? 
you know, I'm, I'm never scared of failing. For me, if you're only successful and you never see failure, you don't truly know if your success is at a hundred percent based on all your abilities and your effort. Because when you fail and you learn from those mistakes, you are able to enhance your abilities, uh, educate yourself, and kind of fix any little things like tweak your process, you know? So, and it's something that I say all the time is success is in the process. It is not about the end goal. I remember one of the things on my uh, bucket list was uh, learn to play the guitar. So the goal wasn't be a guitar superstar. The goal was learn to play the guitar. So I took guitar lessons for like two years. So to me, I've succeeded. I met my bucket list. I met that goal because the, the goal was to learn not to be a superstar. And I think that, you know, um, if you really embrace the process and you love the journey, timelines don't even matter. You will get to where you want to get to. And you will be able to better embrace the life's challenges as well, right? I mean, like, it happens. I mean, I had a near-death experience last year in August as well. It, I went through a nightmare. I've had surgeries. I've had reconstructive surgery. I've had a lot of stuff going on over the past almost one year. And I could have, you know, well, everyone around me is saying, oh, my God, like, how are you even getting out of bed? And, you know, how are you running your podcast? And how do you do this? And how do you do that? In my mind, it's not about, oh, my God, yeah, look at them. Look what they're saying. It's so true. Like, I'm doing great. I don't even think that way. I think uh, life is short. Life is not going to wait for you. Yes, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to have down days. It's okay to focus on your mental health as well, 100%. You know, I've been, I've been dealing with some PTSD, you know, but you use those things as a learning opportunity to better yourself and just kind of be the best version of yourself every day. And whatever aspect in life, it doesn't have to be that, oh, I, you know, I did the best in everything today. No, it just means that, you know what? I was true to myself. I took care of myself. I focused on self-care. I focused on self-love. I focused on positivity. That is the key, right? Positivity. And when you do that, I find that things just have a way of working out. You know, they just have a way of working out. It's, it's one of those things where if you, if you do it right, you can, and you don't put too much pressure on yourself, things just kind of work out. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about something that I had, I had posted on Instagram. Uh, and I would said, you know, you have to embrace the power within you. You have to defy expectations. You have to surprise yourself. And the, this journey is really about what you truly want in life. So starting a new may feel daunting, but you really owe it to yourself to manifest all your wildest dreams. You got to summon your courage. You got to embrace the 
the fresh beginnings, not look at it as, oh my God, I failed, now what? No, be, you know what? This is another chance to do good in life. You know, you'd really have to trust that everything will fall into place and find its perfect form. But things don't just happen by themselves. You have to make it happen. You have to take those steps and create that plan and continue to move forward. For me, I've realized that my purpose is very much about helping others, about protecting others, about being the best dad I can be, by being you know, the best partner I can be, by being the best son, brother, whatever it is. But you have to lead by example sometimes too, right? And for me, it's very much about, you know, when I am no more, I don't want my kids to look back and be like, oh, dad was really successful. He made a lot of money. I don't care about that. I want them to look back and say, wow, you know what? Because of his perseverance and his focus, he never gave up. He always went after his goals and his ambitions. And that's why we are who we are. That's why why we are strong and we are able to go after our goals as well. Um, and And that really is part of my legacy. And that's something that I've really wanted to do. And yeah, it, it is crazy. Sometimes we, you know, we don't always have a, a choice or control of what happens to us. But the one thing we do have a choice is like how we let it define us. Um, and it's crazy to think about, like, if you didn't go through all your own personal experiences, like, would you have wanted to be a coach and help other people through theirs? And it's kind of just crazy how it works out that way. Like, if I didn't experience severe social anxiety for most of my life, would I have been so passionate about wanting to be a public speaker? And it's just crazy how that happens sometimes. And yeah, I totally, you know, feel you on that. I mean, just this, this past year has been rough. Um, myself, I, I, there's many times where I didn't know if I could keep going. Uh, just about eight months ago, it's like my entire world shifted because you know, my dog died and then a day later my brother died and it was devastating. I've been through a I'm lot. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, it, it was devastating. I've been through a lot of just, you know, adversity in my life, but losing my brother was, it was devastating. He was 26 years old when he passed and it left behind my three-year-old niece and my parents are helping raise her. And it, you know, I felt like my whole world was crashing down, right? When I, you know, felt like I'd picked myself back up and then I got knocked down right at that moment. And sometimes life can happen like that. And it was something completely outside of my control. But, you know, it took a lot of inner strength of really me having to like look within and really just taking a time out for myself, letting me feel my emotions, letting myself grieve. But, you know, it, it really taught me that I was so much more capable and stronger than I ever let myself believe. And that was really one of the moments where I actually really faced one of my biggest fears and went up and spoke at his funeral in front of hundreds of people at the most crushing time of my life. And it really taught me not only a lot about myself, but just, you know, like the impact my brother has had on me. And it's crazy how that experience, instead of letting it crush me, I decide to actually let it give me courage. And I would have never saw, saw myself have so much courage in the first place since that moment. Um, but it just, you know, it really taught me more about life all over again, even after my near-death experience was losing someone so close that meant so much to me. And it really made me appreciate life on a whole other level. 
And of course, I was devastated. And I'm still devastated at times. There are times where, I, you know, I cry and other times where I can laugh about it, talk about all the good memories with my brother. But that's a part of life. It comes and goes in cycles. And the one thing that never changes is change. And it really just taught me to appreciate him and everyone in my life more. And I can't change or take it back as much as I wish I could. But how can I use this experience to become an even better person? Someone who appreciates the people in my life and life even more deeply for the time that I do have left. Because you never know. Um, you know, but I feel like that's what's so... I think one thing it taught me was that's what's so beautiful and sacred about life was that there is death. I feel like if we could live forever and everyone in our life could live forever, we wouldn't appreciate them or life in general the way we do now because we only have one. And that's why life is so sacred because there is death. And we only have one so unique to us in our own personal experience. And that's what it taught me. I could have let it consume me. I could have let it define me and it was so hard not to. Um, but it, it really showed just how much I was working on myself that you know it's possible to overcome anything, anything. If you never give up on yourself, if you keep getting back up, no matter how many times you get knocked down, if you keep it getting back up. For me, it's like I use these experiences that I thought would crush me as fuel to dig even deeper in myself, to go even higher, to reach even further. Everything I ever thought would destroy me. And yet I'm still here talking about everything I've ever overcome. And, you know, that's why it's just I'm so passionate about speaking and sharing my story, but also wanting to show others that it's possible. Just one step at a time. One step at a time. And, you know, if you keep believing in yourself and you never give up, just one step at a time, no matter how many times you get knocked down, that you can overcome anything, that you can actually use the things that you thought would break you as stepping stones to go even higher than before. And that's oh. just something I'm so passionate about. But that's why I'm like, love hearing you speak and your story as well. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you it so, so much. much. No, thank you so much. And I appreciate you. And, and you know, it, it, it really means a lot to hear your story and hear about your challenges and how you have really developed the resilience by working with your strengths and using those challenges as a strength versus letting it uh, overpower you or consume your mind. Because I think that's a, what happens to a lot of people where they're faced with challenges or difficult situations and they just run away. They run the opposite direction. And, you know, where are you running to? Life is moving forward. It's going to move forward with or without you. So you can either embrace it and say, you know what? Okay, I, I messed up. Or you know what? Okay, this happened to me. All right, great. How do I, how do I get out of this? You know, not, oh, I'm the victim, boo-hoo. Like the world is against me. Because you can do that. I think that Everybody has the right to have a pity party sometimes, okay? We all go through shit. We're human beings. But it's not about those pity parties. It's how you get yourself out and up and rise up again. It's that comeback story, you know? And, and for me, it's very much about that. You know, as, a, as an entrepreneur uh, and someone who lives this warrior mindset mentality, you know, I have also faced several life-changing and um, life-altering situations. And, you know, sometimes you think, 
you know, everything is going so good. Why is the universe, why is God doing this to me? You know, like, what did I do to deserve this? All I do is help others. All I do is try to be the best dad. All I do is this and all I do is that. But, you know, uh, there's a quote that a lot of people think it's from the Bible, but it's not. Um, it says, God gives his hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. And at the end of the day, you know, I find that sometimes the people who do the most go through the most. So as coaches, as social workers, as mentors, as anybody who is living their life's purpose to help enhance and uplift other people tend to go through the most challenges in life. And those challenges could be family challenges. It could be personal challenges, medical challenges, whatever it is. But I guess, you know, at the end of the day, the universe wants to see you're doing all of these things for other people. Uh, you are preaching that, you know, it's so important to develop that resilience and build strength and live outside your comfort zone and, and, and really get past all your limiting beliefs. How are you doing it? Right? How are you limiting, getting past your limiting beliefs? How are you getting past your, the, the, the fear of failure? Right? The fear of the unknown, the fear of having sometimes that imposter syndrome. Because I feel like it would be great if everything was just a field of roses and happiness and we are just frolicking and just have everyone's having a good time and we're all succeeding and we're all here to help each other and we're all just happy all the time. But unfortunately, that's just not how the world works. I think for me, it's very much about being present, thinking about what can I do today to make my life better? What can I do today to make my children's life better? What can I do today to help Cecilia rise up in life when she's having a bad day? You know, um, I find that so many times when people are going through tough times, people around you, they don't really know how to react, right? They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. So they just avoid because it's outside their comfort zone. They just avoid it. And then you feel, you know, so many people feel alone. They feel, wow, you know what? I, I'm always there for others. No one is ever there for me. One thing I've learned is not everybody is going to be like you. If you go in, into a situation or a friendship or a relationship with expectations, most of the time you are going to be disappointed. But if you go into it with no expectations at all, you will often be surprised. You will often be surprised. So if you need help, don't expect people to read your mind. Ask for help. Ask for help. Right. S tell, your, tell your friends, hey, I'm going through a tough time right now. I could really use your support. You know, as much as we say that, oh, well, we're all attached to our phones, right? And how hard is it to quickly send a, you know, a five-second or a three-second text message to your friend saying, hey, hope you're well. Hope you're okay. How are you doing? Sure, it seems easy. But a lot of people I find, they kind of just live in this bubble. And they just, they're, they're, they live to work. They work to live. Their goal is just, how do I get through the week so I can get to the weekend? To me, every day is the same day. 
every day I'm going after my goals, I'm pushing barriers, I'm pushing boundaries, I'm pushing myself even when I'm having a crappy day. I had a crappy day today. You know, overall, it was a good day, but it was kind of mentally challenging today. It's sometimes, you know, it just happens, but it's about how to persevere. I told myself, you know what? I could have said, I'm going to reschedule the podcast. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do it today. I'm not feeling up to it. But I said, no, you know what? The podcast keeps me going, being able to speak my truth, being able to listen to others, being able to empower and provide value to other people is so rewarding and is such a motivator by itself, right? I know, I know me. Every time I finish a podcast recording, I'm on a high. I feel so good that, you know, I feel productive. I feel like I made a difference. And really that at the end of the day, that's what it really is life about at least for me, because life is short. It's about making a difference. It's about helping our, you know, mankind and helping our fellow humans rise up. So when we are on social media and let's say on Instagram, you know, you have lots of friends who will watch your, your, your stories, who will look at your, your posts, but they'll never comment or they'll never like, or they'll never engage. And you think, you know, why not? Is because, again, it goes back to comfort zone. In their mind, they think, oh, what are others going to think? Or what if it doesn't work out the way, you know, it's, it's, it's supposed to? Oh, it's going to look bad on me. Who gives a shit? Honestly, who gives a shit? To me, I support everybody. If, you, if I'm following you, I'm supporting you. I'm liking your, your posts. I'm commenting. I'm creating engagement. Because I know when you're trying to build a brand on social media, it's all about those things. It's all about engagement, right? And, and one thing that I've realized is that the people who help you the most when you are, you know, at the initial stages are strangers. Your loved ones show their faces when all of a sudden you're doing really well. When your social media, let's say, is blowing up, things are happening, then they start engaging. You know, and it's okay. Like, to me, I see right through all of that stuff. And But I'm still appreciative. To me, I look at it as that, you know what? It doesn't matter when they show their appreciation or when they support. The fact that they support, it's not on me to tell them when they should and shouldn't do something. It, again, it goes back to really embracing that discomfort and stepping out of your comfort zone. They just weren't ready before. And who am I to judge them? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I love that you see it that way. Cause I know some people, you know, take it personal when really it's not so personal, but yeah, I love that. Even though you had somewhat of a rough day, you still, you know, came on here and were speaking your truth and inspiring me as well as anyone else who was listening. And I really appreciate that. And just taking that time. And I love how you see it as just something so much bigger than yourself. And that's so inspiring. Because a lot of times it's so much just bigger than us. Not even just what we can do or how far we can go. But the impact that that can have on others. And how we can also help others. And, you know, I just love that you see that. And you're always just, you know, putting the time to speak your truth. And 
but as well as uplift other people through your own experiences and things you have learned. And I really find that so inspiring. And I'm glad that I got to hear you today because that definitely inspired me for sure. Um, and I, I remember you said something about expectations and yeah, I totally feel that way. I feel like a lot of times people are so either caught up in the past or a future of like the endless possibilities that haven't even happened yet. And it's so crazy how so many people miss out on the opportunity to really actually live their life in the moment because they're so worried about the past or so worried about a future that's not even there yet that they, they miss just the beautiful and simple things in life. And what it really means to live this human experience. And sometimes so many people live life never realizing it or realizing it way too late. And they just have all this regret. So, yeah. I've, and when you work on yourself, it really is in the moment. It's not, oh, like, I'll, I'll you know, get there. I'll do that tomorrow. Or, you know, it, it's really just what you can do now. And for me, you know, I've, I, I used to really struggle with expectations. And I realized that, that I was really holding myself back because I had such high expectations for myself. Or I would put, if you know, my expectations as a part of my worth. So if I didn't do something that I expected or didn't do it as well, I would put it as a part of how worthy I was or how successful I was when really, you know, that couldn't be further from the truth. It was never determined by that. But that's what I thought. I feel like because it's society is the way that it is, a lot of people think that way as well. And another exactly. lesson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And another lesson I recently learned about expectation, um, you know, and I'm so grateful. I've been in just many, you know, I grew up in a very toxic environment growing up, which just went through, you know, a little trigger warning, just went through a lot of abuse, like all sorts that you can think of. Um, and, you know, sadly, when I got older, I went in this very toxic, um, just unhealthy, abusive relationships. And, I, you know, but I'm grateful because it taught me to really love myself and, you know, to put myself first. So it was a time where I literally begged for someone to love me because I did not love myself. And that was something I had to teach myself. I never knew boundaries or what it even meant to be in a healthy relationship because I never saw that around me growing up. And I really had to learn that. I feel like a big part of, like you know, healing and really is really about reparenting yourself, really about kind of really finding your most authentic, truest self was really kind of just peeling back the layers of all the limiting beliefs and things that you took a part of yourself that were never you to begin with. And it's kind of being like, hmm, is that me? No, it's not. And it's just kind of like peeling back those layers until, you know, you really become the person you knew you were always meant to be or you were beneath all the limiting beliefs. But for me recently, I got out of a relationship and, you know, this has really just shown me my growth because I was in a relationship and this one wasn't, you know, wasn't necessarily like a toxic relationship, but I just knew I, you know, it wasn't making me happy and he just, you know, couldn't show up the way I wanted him to because I have a lot of health issues. Um, you know, I have multiple chronic illnesses. I know it's not easy uh, for me. It's normal, but for other people, it's, you know, it's very different. Um, like with all my meds and I have a pump and all this stuff, but you know, and I knew he was a good person, but maybe he just couldn't really provide with what I really needed or wanted in a relationship. And I realized that I was putting him like on this pedestal of all these expectations of who I thought he was, what I wanted him to be compared to the past, or just, I would hold on to people, situations, just staying in situations that weren't good for me because I was holding on to my expectations or the potential of what it could be. Instead of actually taking a step back and being like, okay, like I shouldn't stay in a relationship, a situation, whatever, whatever it is, I shouldn't stay in it just for the potential of what it could be. 
And I decided to walk away and I was so proud of myself about how I handle it because it really showed my growth. But also I decided to walk away because I realized I shouldn't stay with this person just for what I thought he was or what I wanted him to be because that's unfair. Um, and, you know, the potential of what he could be in our relationship could be, but I should accept it for what it is in this moment. And if I can't accept him and what he's able to give me and what the relationship is at in this moment, then I shouldn't stay in it. And I feel like that's why so many people stay in friendships, you know, relationships, connections, situations, because they're always holding on to the potential of what it could be than realizing and accepting for what it really is. And I realized just how much I did that in the past. And now that I'm able to recognize that, I was just like, wow. But I wouldn't have gotten here if I didn't make those mistakes, if I didn't learn that in the first place uh, through those other situations. And, you know, it's all about how you choose to look at, at things. And, you know, I wouldn't take back any of the painful things I've ever been through. I know that sounds crazy. I remember just thinking about this the other day because it's like, I don't know who I would be without it. And I always have the choice to let it choose on how I let it choose to shape me. I could have let all these things define me and destroy me. I could blame the world. I could be like the people who hurt me because they were hurt and I was hurt. But, you know, I knew that's not what I wanted for myself. And I chose differently. It's always about a choice. And it's never too late to make a choice, even if you made a thousand of mistakes. Because, I mean, we all have. I really don't believe you can truly be successful if you haven't known failure because that's how you get there is through learning trial and error that's what it means to be just on this self-discovering journey and living the human experience is to learn is to grow and you can't do that from making mistakes and you know I, I've made so many in my life but I wouldn't take any of them back as well as just as painful situations because I don't know who I would be and I don't even think I would be the person I am right now without them and I'm I'm grateful for everything I've ever learned, even the most painful things, because that's what it means to be human. I have just felt such deep, you know, painful emotions, been in so much darkness. But because of that, I am now able to appreciate the happiness, to be grateful. I'm now able to be in the light because I know what it means to be on the opposite end of that spectrum. And I couldn't be more grateful for my journey and, you know, how much farther I can go and that I'm able to use these experiences as stepping stones to even go even higher because I've been so just at the rock bottom and i'm just grateful for that so thank you you're like getting me all fired up and i love it i'm so grateful i, I, I love it i love it though this is a great conversation honestly i just wanted to emphasize exactly what you were saying is that you know one of the things we were talking about how you had these expectations from your partner from your last relationship right and it's because i think that when you're a coach or when you are trying to motivate others or just the type of personality you have, I think we have similar personalities where we have gone through so much in life where all we want to do is, if we aren't helping ourselves, we're helping other people, right? We're there for them, we're nurturing them, we're supporting them. And we, I think sometimes put that mentality on others and say, well, you know, we're here in this together. So I would do this for you. So I'm just expecting that you would do the same thing for me. And unfortunately, that's just not how life works because everyone is programmed differently based on their own life experiences, right? You know, you have these expectations. It didn't, he wasn't coming through for you the way you needed him to, but you know, and then you would feel disappointed and you would feel like, well, you know what? It's not the right fit. Or one thing I've realized is that you have to if you're focusing on today, you have to accept 
people for who they are in the present time. You have to look at it as going to it with zero expectations, nothing, you know, and, and also be mindful that he, you know, your partner wasn't your husband, you know, and I, and I say this, I, I, I read an article about this actually, and it said that, you know, what is the difference between like a girlfriend or boyfriend and or a husband or a wife? And I find that it's really when you are, you've gone through that process, you're married, you have that extra connection and bond where walking away is a lot harder. As a wife or a husband, it's your duty to take care of your person, right? It's your duty to be there for them and to help them through it unless you have been together for years and years and years. And you have that understanding, like they have told you that, hey, you know what, no matter what happens, I'm there for you. And I'm not talking about talking. Lots of people talk. Lots of people say in cards, I'm here for you. I love you. All of those things. Great. But it's really about consistency in their actions. It's not that if they don't do something, oh, you're a bad person or you lied to me. Sometimes you don't know what your limitations are until you try it. You don't know how it's going to affect you until you try it. Some people who kind of live within their comfort zone only won't even try. They, to them, they're like, okay, you know what? Uh, you have my, you know, you have too many challenges that I know how I am. I'm not going to be able to maintain or sustain that amount of support because I've got 10 other things going on in my life. Okay, I respect that. Thank you so much for being honest. And then there are some people who are, you know, like I, I can only use myself as an example. If we have that connection and I, and I have love for you, I will be there for you no matter what. The only time I will leave is if I feel that now the situation is affecting my own mental health. Maybe it's affecting the way I am as a dad. Maybe it's affecting my career where I can't lift you up by pulling myself down. Then what? then what, we're just switching places. It's just going to be a vicious cycle. So I agree. Sometimes you need to step away. You need to look and say, you know what? This is just too much for me. I still, I want to be there for you. I just can't do it at this level. And I think that the other side is more about dropping those expectations and, and, and looking at it is that, you know what? The fact that they are even in my life is a blessing for the time that they were in my life for. Yeah, I was totally agreeing with what you were saying because, yeah, I did go in with like some expectations or more of I feel like he didn't fully understand what he was getting into. And I know he wasn't a bad person. I just, you know, I don't feel like he was able to really, you know, handle my health. And that's okay. And maybe he thought he could. And he went into it and was like, whoa, like this is way much more than I thought it was. And, you know, and I realized it wasn't that he didn't, you know, it wasn't that he wasn't a good person and just he just wasn't able to I feel like provide for me or my health in a way that I needed and if I can't feel safe with someone or feel like if I can't rely on you in a situation where I'm having you know like a seizure or something like actually very serious like even in friendships you know it was, it was just something that it's not that he's not a good person he doesn't care he just 
it's he's just not there and he wasn't fully ready for a commitment of you know what i felt like i needed and maybe i wasn't able to give him exactly what he wanted and that's okay like you know that sometimes is life and even though it wasn't a long relationship i am grateful for the memories and the experience but also what it taught me about myself and other people on you know for me it's like not holding on to i'm very big about you know uh forgiveness um not being bitter or holding on to resentment is something i'm big about is something i've learned especially through like relationships because i've just seen like just in my own upbringing how when you hold on to things people and situations and how they made you feel and you know you let it you know become bitter or resentment or and you don't express that you don't get it out or you you know you hold on to that i could just see how it how it consumes people and it just you know tra- i've really seen people who have just like abused me growing up become abusers themselves because of their own resentment because of their own pain their own anger and that's why you know i made it a huge goal to forgive people not for them and not because i'm nice but because i deserve happiness i deserve peace and a lot of times how people treat you is really just a reflection of where they're at within themselves completely agree with what you're saying i mean like you know honestly i was just going to add to that as you have to outside of forgiving other people you have to forgive yourself right self forgiveness is also very important that too. very important part of self care it's part of self love you know it's a yeah, sometimes people think you know oh that other person wasn't able to come through for me the way i wanted them to come through for me what did i do did i do something you know and they internalize it and put it on themselves like you said it's not about you it's about them it's their limiting is their limits it's it's them being in their comfort zone it's their own traumas that have shaped who they are or maybe their triggers on how to handle certain situations it has nothing to do with you but unfortunately as human beings i find that it's just part of life sometimes when we go through really big challenges in life it's important to embrace you know even if it's just a few people in your life who are there for you who get you you know they just get you it's important to embrace them and be grateful for what you have versus focused on what you don't have versus focused on oh these people don't talk to me or this is what's happening or oh look at my life or oh look at my business or look i have to start again okay well you have to start again you're not dead right at least you're alive at least you're waking up and you're taking another breath you're blessed at least if you're a parent at least you know you have children who love you or you have one more day to be the best father you know i i i have this mentality that i want to be father of the year every day so that if something were to happen tomorrow or today or 5 minutes from now and i couldn't see my children or i was no more their memories of me are he was the best dad You know, he was the best dad. The memories from my parents. Oh, he was the best son. For my brother, he was the best brother. From a girlfriend, oh, he was the best boyfriend, best husband, whatever it is. And it's not about validation. I could care less about validation. It's really about. It's part of my purpose. It's part of who I am. I, I like serving. I like protecting my community and my people. And so, I have been in the point where. you know if i see that 
something that I'm going through is negatively affecting somebody that I love, I will set boundaries. I think setting boundaries is important. Maybe space is sometimes needed. You know, people think, oh, space. No, I don't want space. No, timing is everything sometimes. Sometimes timing is really what, you know, what makes or breaks a friendship or a relationship. Sometimes you need to step away in order to get stronger because they themselves need to work on themselves so that they can feel that, hey, you know what? How can I be better, a, a better friend and be, uh, be able to support this other person better? Okay, I need to work on myself first so that I can be there for that other person, right? And so I, I feel that as a human being, it's important to be empathetic and compassionate to other people's lives as well, no matter what you are going through. Yeah, I agree with every single thing that you were saying. And yeah, that's why forgiveness is so important for me. I feel like we only have so much room and space in our heart. And the more that we hold on to pain, resentment, the past or how people made us feel, um, you know, the more that grows. And I've just seen so many people almost become like a different person because they, they don't let it go. And it's not for me, it's like never because I'm like a nice person, but because I know it's not so personal, but also because I deserve happy and I deserve peace. And if I don't let all this space of all this anger and, you know, such heavy emotions, they just take up so much space and you're, able, you're only able to feel so much. And so if I'm holding on to that, then I'm limiting myself to all this peace and happiness and joy that I can feel instead, because it's all this space that, and all these heavy emotions that I'm holding on to. And that's why for me, forgiveness is so important. But anytime I truly felt like giving up, the one thing that has kept me going was really finding the silver lining in everything. Finding just one thing to be grateful for. One silver lining in even most devastating of situations. Times where I didn't know if I could get back up. I felt in a million pieces and I did not know if I had the strength because I just kept getting knocked down. But every single time, I just found one thing to be grateful for, one silver lining to hold on to, just one. And the more and more I did that, the easier and easier it got to be able to find the silver lining, the positive, the gratitude in everything and the lessons and in every single thing I've ever been through. And that's just what I wanted to share. Cecilia, thank you so much for sharing on behalf of my co-host who couldn't be here, the sales warrior, Julieta, and myself, Sensei Kunal, we just wanted to thank you for tuning into this episode on the importance of developing resilience by building strength through challenges and embracing discomfort by stepping out of our comfort zone. We are here for you, the listeners, and we show up every week because our goal for our episodes is to provide practical insights and actionable advice for you to implement into your daily lives. So be sure to tune in every Thursday on Clubhouse. Follow the Warrior Mindset Podcast on Spotify and on Instagram at TWMindset. On behalf of Julieta and I, we are really excited about this new series, which is the importance of struggle and embracing change. Next week, we will be discussing two more bangers. One, the power of adaptability and thriving in a changing world. And two, letting go of control while embracing the flow of change.
So until then, embrace your inner warrior and challenge yourself daily. You've been listening to myself, Sensei Kunal, from the Warrior Mindset Podcast, and we will see you next week. Peace and love.